Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Degree of Difficulty. My name is Aaron Johnson. I appreciate you tuning in from wherever you get your podcast. If you like what you're hearing or just want to be a dope person, subscribe, share, and rate five stars. Uh, now that we got the housekeeping stuff out of the way, because I really appreciate you guys for doing all of that, uh, let's get into the show here, and I'm super excited to be doing this again. I mean, I've done a couple podcasts over over the years, actually, now that I think about it. Um, I've done a couple podcasts. Uh, they've always kind of flamed out, and I hope this one doesn't have that same kind of feel to it. And the reason why is, you know, it's hard to try and do the setup when, you know, I was doing the setup out of my house. I was in my room. My room gets way too hot. So we're in the summertime. And if anybody that knows me knows I don't like heat. Uh, so I got a job at a radio station. So it gave me a perfect opportunity once I got my feet wet and and learned the ropes in and out to, to try this again. And so, you know, anybody that knows me, like I said before, I'm a big sports fanatic. That's, that's just what it is. Uh, I hope to have a bunch of guests on here. I've already got a couple guests lined up for next week. Uh, one is still supposed to be coming in this week, hopefully. I'm not going to say anything on that just yet. Uh, we're going to try and have guests every Wednesday, do this a couple times a week. But I'm looking forward to to it man it's gonna be great i feel like uh it's been too long since i've gotten a chance to just hop on uh, a platform and just say what i gotta say talk about what i gotta talk about especially when it comes to sports background of me i uh, graduated from college with a journalism degree uh huge sports fan huge sports fanatic really um but I'm going to be talking about sports. I'm going to be talking about some pop culture stuff. Uh, I really want to keep it light. I, I like having an opportunity to to just say what I got to say. And if you out there, again, if you're listening and you like what I got to say, I appreciate you. I appreciate you rocking with me. So getting things kicked off right now. The biggest, one of the biggest things that came out today in the sports world was uh, something that I always find funny when it happens. And it happens a lot. It happens, obviously, every year for like the last 25 years, I think. Uh, I got to double check and see when that first game came out. But the Madden, NFL Madden rankings came out, ratings came out today. And it's so, this is the beauty, I got to say, of having Twitter, of having all these other social media uh, platforms, having Instagram and watching these players' reaction. It was it was like one of the highlights of my day, watching some of these reactions from some of the players. And I ended up pulling up because I was curious about who was rated where. And I pulled up. There was only, what, four people were rated 99 this year. I'm looking at the Madden stats right now, Madden rankings right now. Only four players were ranked number 99. And if 99 overall is the best that you can have. And the four players that are ranked 99, you can't get mad at. Aaron Donald, who, Aaron Donald who's probably the best defensive player in the NFL, um, he's been that for a while, two-time defensive player of the year. He's an absolute monster. So he's rated 99. DeAndre Hopkins is rated 99, the wide receiver from the Houston Texans. He's probably the best wide receiver in the NFL. Khalil Mack from the Bears got 99. Uh, Khalil Mack, you know, best pass rusher in the NFL right now. Bobby Wagner, inside linebacker, middle linebacker for the Seattle Seahawks, was rated 99 too. Then you got your, the other people who rated 98, you know, your Luke Keekleys, your uh, Julio Jones, Antonio Brown. Uh, and so overall, it wasn't too surprising when you start to see some of these names. But then there were some people that just weren't really happy about where they were slotted. And one that really came to mind for me was Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's the wide receiver from the San Diego Chargers or the the LA LA Chargers, right? I that's going I'm going to call them San Diego, bro. I'm going I'm sorry. I know they're not they're not the LA the San Diego Chargers, but that's what I grew up with. Um you know, that's even what my pops grew up with, you know, Eric Coriel and all of them. But no, but Keenan Allen was rated in 89. 
And Keenan Allen didn't like the fact that he was rated 89. Keenan Allen went to social media, went on Twitter, posted a video. I got to double check and see if it was on his Instagram too. But he was not happy. And he said, I'm boycotting Madden altogether. Now, that's something that I laughed at because why are you boycotting Madden, first of all? Um, There's no point in doing that, bro. Like, just, just take your rating. And, you know, just just live with it. And Keenan Allen hasn't really been that good for a little while. Like, he's been solid. I'm not trying to say Keenan Allen is not a good player. He's just been solid. Average. 89 is a little bit above average. So I think that's that's an okay rating for him. And, you know, obviously, you know, as a professional athlete, you're going to have your pride a little bit. And, and so that's going to be something that he's going to have to deal with. But I'm still playing Madden. I'm still going to play as the Chargers, whether they're from San Diego or, or Los Angeles. I don't freaking care. That thing pisses me off. Um, but no, nah, and I think I do. I think that Keenan Allen should just, you know, relax. Now, that being said, and I'm going to try and not talk too much about my favorite teams unless it warrants it. Sundays during football season is going to be hard because I'm a diehard. And let's just get this out of the way now. All my sports team. Love the Yankees in baseball. That's obvious. Uh, I love the the New York Knicks in uh, in basketball, and I have recovered from uh, the way that free agency went this year. Didn't expect it to go this way. I was of the ilk that thought, you know, if you would have asked me four or five months ago that who did I think the Knicks were going to get, I thought it was going to be, like everyone did, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and then Zion Williamson. Um, although as a Knicks fan, I also understand how screwy things get when dealing with the Knicks. And so – I wasn't surprised when it didn't happen, and I also didn't want KD after he got hurt in the finals. But uh, in in football, my favorite team are the New York Jets. Um, yeah, I know, 50 years, haven't won a Super Bowl. And, you know, there there should be a, a for some reason, and let me, let me actually say this straight up, there should be a law against being a New York Jet fan in New England. Like, it, there, there should be a law against it. There should be an absolute law against being a New York Jet fan in New England. They, and I, I feel like it's just not fair. It's just not fair. And then you, Jets, Giants, Patriots. That was where I have, I have lived the majority of my life in Jets, Giants, Patriots land. And it's really just been Patriots and Giants land. So it's, it's, it's tough being and loving the teams that I love. But one thing that got me annoyed with the Madden rankings was my current favorite player from my favorite team, Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams was rated 90. And I feel that it's not good enough. I mean, I get it. Like I was just saying with Keenan Allen, 89 above average, you know, that that threshold between 89 and 90 is is a lot closer than the threshold say between 90 and 95. That's just that's just a different threshold entirely. But come on, man. Like he was second team all pro last year. Really should have been first team all pro if I'm going to be honest about it. Jamal Adams is one of the premier safeties in the NFL. Keenan Allen is on the downward spiral of his career, not spiral, but he's on the he's on the uh, the back nine of his career. Whereas Jamal Adams isn't. So I I just I I try not to be a homer, but that one that one kind of surprised me. I thought he was at least going to be like a 93, 94, 95 kind of area, but I digress. What can you do about it? So the Madden rankings coming out and like I said, it was 
it was fun to see the players' reaction. One in particular, outside of Keenan Allen, that was a good video that I found that was that was funny. And when you get a chance, definitely go back and check it out yourselves because these guys are hilarious when they did it. It was uh, Chase Daniels and several players from the Chicago Bears. Uh, Tyreek uh, Tyreek uh, Cohen, the running back, um, and a couple other guys, and they were doing their their ratings and watching their reactions as they got their ratings. And one of the guys from the Bears, he got like a, I think he they asked him, like, oh, what's your rating? What do you think your rating is? And dude was like, oh, I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a 97. I bet you got a 97 rating. And now, let me pause here. Cause when he said <laughs> that he thought he was gonna get a 97 rating, I remember thinking to myself, I was like, there can't be that many players with a 97 rating to begin with. And matter of fact, there are only one, two, three, four, five players with 97 ratings. I mean, Todd Gurley, Patrick Mahomes, Von Miller, J.J. Watt, and David uh, Bat- Bataria. Bat- Bat- the, the guy that you see in all the videos for the Packers that's chugging beers, at, at, that was chugging beers during the, the Milwaukee Bucks series. Like, that guy was a beast. He really was. He was Batiari, I think is how you say his last name. And he was, he was. He was just chugging beers like he was in the middle of a frat party at freaking Wisconsin, University of Wisconsin, right after the Badgers. Right after the Badgers beat the Buckeyes. He's over there, like, Tossing him back like it's nobody's business, but he's the other guy that was rated 97. And so, when I heard the guy from the from the Bears say that he was rated 97, I actually got to find what his name was because it was it was funny to see um, their reactions to it. And so he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be. I bet you guys, I'm a 97." And it kind of was like that moment where you're growing up and like you feel like you're the best player in your neighborhood. And then you're like, yeah, I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm going to always be the best player in my neighborhood. Nobody can do anything to me. I am this. I am that. And so <laughs> he thought that he was going to be a 97, and he's, he was all ready for it. He was, I'm going to be 97. I don't care what anybody says. I, I bet you right now I'm 97. And come to find out he wasn't 97. He was 87, which isn't horrible, to be honest with you, 87 again, it's in that if you're not a top flight guy, being that it's not, it's not horrible. It really isn't. Um, but dude, he was so mad. He was so mad. Uh, Akeem Hicks, there it is. Um, he ended up being rated 87. So I got him right here. Okay. Tyree Cohen was rated 85, which I thought was a little bit low. I thought he was going to be like an 88. Uh, Akeem Hicks, the guy I was talking about before, he got an 87. Uh, Eddie Jackson, 91, which is good for him. Allen Robinson, the wide receiver, got an 86. And then they brought, and this was so messed up, they brought Patrick Scales. Patrick Scales, I'm assuming, is the lowest rated player on their team. I just have to assume. He's a long snapper for the Bears. And I just have to assume that he's the lowest rated player on the team. At least I'm hoping He's the lowest rated player on this team. Got 39 on his rating, which truthfully, bro, I feel like I could get a 40. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I could get a 40. Like, no disrespect to him. I bet he's a great long snapper. He seems like he's played in the NFL for a couple of years, played with the Jets actually at one point. So, and long snapping, long snapping in the NFL is a skill that it just is. But, dude, I mean, you, I feel like you run a 4-6, you get, you get at least a 40. I mean... I don't know. I feel like the water by the water boys in the NFL, they at least got a got an average like 35. Like, come on. <laughs> the the top flight water water boys are gotta be like 42 or something like that. Like, come on, man. 39 was rough. But um 
Hicks's reaction was so great. He like stormed off out of camera. Was like, oh, I'm not doing this. Screw this up. It was. It's fun to see like these players' reactions to these kind of things, and it's fun to see them interact with these kind of things because. You know, these players are human, too. You know, they they play video games. I love watching, like, the Netflix series um, when they're when they're Last Chance You. I couldn't it, it actually lost me for a second. I, and I love Last Chance You. But it's funny to see these players, like, actually just live their lives. And a lot of them do. A lot of them, especially the younger ones, just play video games. They just hang out, don't do nothing crazy, um, and just kind of kick back and enjoy themselves. And so when you see a rating like this, it's always uh, a fun thing. And I remember ESPN did a whole documentary. Well, not a documentary. It was like a se- a, se- a segment, I think. I can't even say it. That's hard to say on a Monday. Uh, they did a whole segment on um, what goes into the rating system. And I believe Barry Sanders' son, um, who he – and, again, I think he played at Wisconsin. He was uh, one of the people that, that was like the one of the Raiders because Raiders, they have Raiders – at these games to break things down for them. So I thought that was a pretty cool thing. So seeing them get that reaction, looking at how they were taking everything was really fun. So when you get a chance, definitely go back, check out Keenan Allen's video because he was, Keenan Allen, I'm pretty, he, and he was driving. Don't ever do that. Don't ever take a video and drive. That's just stupid. But <laughs> Keenan Allen was driving. He did it and it was funny uh, to see his reaction because, I mean, him boycotting, I just think that's hilarious. And then, obviously, with the whole thing with the Bears and Chase Daniels talking. And Chase Daniels is, like, one of the most underrated backup quarterbacks in the NFL. And I have been a fan of Chase Daniels since he almost won the Heisman in Missouri, at Missouri as a quarterback. Because I was, like, Missouri's – I want to say that was, like, one of Missouri's last really good teams. And I remember Chase Daniels. And the big thing about Chase Daniels was always the fact he was so small. Because they rated him – I think he was, like, 5'10". I mean, I think they had him at like 5'10". And like every time I've seen him stand next to Drew Brees, and Drew Brees is all of six foot. And every time they showed him standing next to Drew Brees, I'm like, there's no way he's 5'10". That guy's got to be like 5'9", 5'8". So like I said, it's, it's, it's cool to see when players react to it. Give Jamal Adams a better a better grade. So that's, a, that's my only kicker on it. Give Jamal Adams a better grade. Uh, switching gears really quick, guys. I also want to talk about a big thing that happened away from the football field, away from the basketball court, away from the ball field. But in the contract negotiations, Ben Simmons in the NBA, Ben Simmons, the Aussie, the dude who just, uh, my feelings about Ben Simmons are very torn, I have to say. Uh, He signed a new contract, got a contract extension today from the Philadelphia 76ers who actually did a lot of really good moves this year. I can't – good job by Elton Brand over there and the rest of the uh, the Philly brass. Uh, and, and it is. They did a lot of a lot of solid moves this year. Uh, they were able to keep Tobias Harris, which I think is going to be a really, really good look for them uh, going into next year. They got Josh Richardson from, um, from Miami, I believe, and he's a guy that's really underrated as well. But Ben Simmons inked a five-year, $170 million extension. Uh, that came down a couple hours ago. He agreed to the deal. He's getting his money. His agent, Richard Paul, confirms it. The Athletic was the first one to get the story. So good for Ben Simmons, I guess. Now, Ben Simmons is a very polarizing character in the NBA. The reason because he's a guy who has all the skill set. 
He's the guy that has the size, the, the court vision, the ability to do basically anything he wants to do on a basketball court. He can get to the rim at will. He can open up passing lanes like he, like passing lanes that people don't even see, that they, they don't even exist, and yet he has the vision to be able to set these things up. He's been an all-star, rookie of the year, <laughs> although he had you – know, he I thought Donovan Mitchell should have been rookie of the year, but rookie of the year, he got the award. He's a very good basketball player, probably top – and I'm probably going to turn some people off with this, but he's probably like top 10, top 12 in the NBA, in my opinion. Um, but the thing about Ben Simmons that it always comes down to is the fact that the brother can't shoot. Now, he can't shoot. Let's just let's just say what it is. Uh, he won't take a three-point shot. The memes have been there. The players have been there. Like, it just, when you take a photo, and I've seen several photos about this, not even a meme, just a legitimate photo of how Ben Simmons is guarded in the NBA, there is a, a, a girth. There is a, a huge, wide crevasse, if you will. <laughs> crevice. I just like saying crevasse like that sometimes. But a huge crevice between him and the other defenders. There's just this huge, huge 10 to 15 feet sometimes. It's actually ridiculous how much feet they give him because they know he's not going to shoot the basketball. And I don't know, man. I just think that he's okay, man. I, like, I think he's he's a he's a better player. He's not an elite player, but for him to get this contract extension, that just means that Philly believes that he, along with Joel Embiid, can result in the championship. Now, last year I did a podcast with a bro, uh, buddy of mine, and we did a basketball podcast. We were talking about who we picked coming into the NBA season. Uh, some of these highlights, and I will say, I will admit that I picked this Philadelphia 76ers for two reasons. One, because I thought that Ben Simmons was going to progress, and two, because I thought Joel Embiid was going to be able to stay healthy. Neither one of them bad boys happened. So I ended up with egg on my face a little bit because I picked this team to win. And yes, they were a a crazy shot away from by Kawhi Leonard from advancing and winning that series, but still, Philadelphia is one of the weirdest most frustrating teams to really watch as an NBA fan because you look at what they have and it seems like especially last year when they had Jimmy Butler they brought him in they had brought Tobias Harrison they had what seemed like all the pieces JJ Redick obviously was there so it just it seemed like on paper they were one of the top teams at least in my mind along with Milwaukee to come out of the east I had no faith in Toronto. I'll say that now. I had no faith in Toronto. And I and I and I will be wrong about that because Kawhi Leonard did everything that he could to win that championship. And I don't think of Kawhi like we're going to see how Toronto fares this year. No Kawhi Leonard, Toronto is going to be a 7 seed. I'm calling it now. They're going to be a 7 seed. Um but talking about Philly it is. It's a situation where they have all the pieces, but they cannot put it together. And Ben Simmons is one of the main people that can't put it together for me because Magic Johnson learned how to shoot to some extent. I'm not saying Magic Johnson was Steph Curry, but Magic Johnson was able to, if you are open, you're going to have to take the shot. I'm going to have to hit the shot. Rajon Rondo, to some extent, can still hit a 15, 20-footer. I'm not saying he's got to be pulling up from, you know, from La La Land shooting the ball, Ben Simmons does. I think he just needs to get a 15, 20-foot jump shot. He gets that, and it opens up the game completely for him. If he can develop a shot, or at least try to develop a shot, who knows what, where his game can go. 
We start to look over in Milwaukee at the Greek freak. Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's hard to say. That's always been hard to say for me. Giannis Antetokounmpo. He is working on his shot, bro. Like, he's working on his shot. He's working to make sure that he can at least hit an open three, an open 20-footer. He's gonna, He can get to the rim at will in a very similar, if not better way, than Ben Simmons can. I think Giannis is the best go basket, drive to the basket player in the NBA right now. And yet it's just so mind-boggling when you look at Ben Simmons, and that's one of the things he's elite at, along with passing the basketball. But he's just I would not have given him this extension. That's how I that's that's the more of what I'm trying to say. I wouldn't give him this extension at all. Um I get why Philly did. I understand that it could potentially turn into something great for them, but I wouldn't have done it because I don't believe he's a championship caliber player. I don't. And again, I might be wrong on this. The NBA is going to be wide open this next year, especially in the Eastern Conference. No Kawhi, the Eastern Conference is going to be wide open. I think everyone in the Eastern Conference is playing for second place, but hey, I was wrong this year. I might be wrong next year. But I just, I don't think he's a, a caliber player where he's there to win a championship and he can lead your team to a championship. I think Joel Embiid can lead a team to a championship. Joel Embiid just needs to stay healthy. Joel Embiid has never been able to stay healthy. But I think Joel Embiid can lead a championship. If they gave this extension to Joel Embiid, I would, I would be okay with it. I'd be like, all right, good job. You locked up the best center in the NBA, in my opinion. Um, and you locked up a player who's, you know, top, top seven, eight. You say top seven, eight, top six on a good day. If he could stay, I said, if, oh, and B could stay healthy, bro. That's what's so frustrating, man. If he could stay healthy, it would change everything. It would it would 100, 100% change everything about the way his career has gone, the trajectory of his career, all of that. If he could just stay healthy, but he never could. So, I mean, uh, they gave him the money. There's not much else that can be done. There's not much else that can be said. I just think that they're not making a mistake, but it's not worth it. I just don't. I don't think it's worth it. And Ben Simmons is a talented player. I'm not trying to say he's not talented. I think Ben Simmons is a very solid player. But I look at him as being um, about a tier under where I'll put somebody like Kyrie Irving when it comes to how you handle a team. Because Kyrie Irving learned the really hard way that he's not a number one player in this league. There's only a handful of number one players in the NBA. It's LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, who else? Anthony Anthony Davis, maybe. Anthony Davis never really won anything, but when you think of like star athletes, all those guys, those are guys that are number ones. And really, actually, no, I take it back. There's only three number ones. There are three number ones in the NBA. It's Kawhi Leonard, it's LeBron James, and obviously when healthy, it's Kevin Durant. Those are the three guys that if you put them on a team, your team immediately becomes a championship contender team. A- immediately. If one of those three guys would have came to to the New York Knicks, the New York Knicks are immediately a championship contending team, at least for the conference title, at least at the at the minimum the conference title. You look at what happened in Boston in, in Brooklyn. As soon as KD gets to Brooklyn, it's boom. Two years, everyone's saying two years from now it's going to be uh, the Nets are going to come out of the Eastern Conference. That's 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 what happens when you got these guys that are elite talent that are that level of talent that are that level of skill that are that level of drive when it comes to getting a championship and they can they they can spin the needle they can push the needle 
like unlike anybody else can. And that's what's going on here. I, I think Philly's trying to, you know, lock up their franchise point guard. Because their last franchise point guard that they drafted, that worked out great. Shout out Mikel Foltz. <laughs> but I, I don't know, man. I'm like I said, I just think Philly, Philly's going to be one of those teams next year that they're depending on Joel Embiid's health. That's it, bro. Depending on Joel Embiid's health. If Joel Embiid is healthy, they I think they can really match up against Milwaukee to potentially come out of the Eastern Conference. But if they can't, and if he can't stay healthy, Ben Simmons is not taking you to a championship, man. Like, he's just not. He's not. He's just he's just not. He he is not. He's gonna be an all-star. He's gonna be a very good player in this league for a long time. But he can't until he gets a jump shot that's consistent enough where guys have to at least think about going out there to guard him, then it doesn't matter. Nobody's gonna do that. No one's going to go out of their way to D up on the perimeter, Ben Simmons. Other than that, I I it's okay for the Sixers, I guess, but I don't know if I'm doing it. That's that's just how I look at it. One more thing I also wanted to talk about here. As I'm starting to, like I said, we're back here. Degree of difficulty, Aaron Johnson. I'm really excited about doing this. I am. I'm, I, I have a lot of different talking points I want to talk about. I have a lot of different things I want to discuss. And I, I talked about the 76ers a little while ago, uh, talking about Ben Simmons and all the things that are going on with them signing him. But... One player that I mentioned during that segment was J.J. Redick. J.J. Redick, you know, played at Duke, uh, National Player of the Year, if I remember correctly, has been in the NBA playoffs each year he's been in the NBA. It's actually actually really ridiculous stats, like the anti-Jamal Crawford from a couple years ago when Jamal Crawford hadn't gone to an NBA playoff game in like 13 years of his career. And you almost think about, like, wow, that's kind of weird. But the reason why I bring up J.J. Redick is because I think about another Duke player who was of the same ilk in a lot of ways of J.J. Redick, Grayson Allen has been, how can, how can I say this? Jason Allen uh, has been, oh, not Jason, excuse me, Grayson, Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen has been one of the most hated players in college basketball and now in the NBA. And he's been, eh, in the NBA, he was drafted in the first round by the Utah Jazz, and he's been known for being very dirty, being a very dirty player, kicking, slapping. You know, pretty sure he bit a guy once or twice. Nah, he didn't bite a guy. I'm just, it was a joke. It was a joke. He didn't bite a guy. But it just, he's not living up to the billing. And I did. I thought he was gonna be when I saw him in, in college. And he had that one national championship that that Duke won, where as a freshman, he kind of like took over the national championship game. And that was like his coming out party. And since then, I was like, he he hasn't been any better than this. And now he's fighting and clawing to stay in the league. He's been, I believe he was down in the, in the G League last year, spent some time, probably had a two-way deal, was in the G League, then back up with the Jazz. Uh, he put up like a crazy number his la- the, like the last regular season game last year in the NBA when nobody was really paying attention because everybody was just waiting for the playoffs. But he's he can't keep being dirty, man. Like he's gonna be out of the league. It's, he's gonna be out of the league very soon. And he's he got sus- not suspended. He got uh, thrown out of a recent summer league game. Like what are you doing getting thrown out of a summer league game, bro? That happens the other day when the the Knicks were playing 
Oh, my God. Who were they playing? I, I want to say, like, the Lakers summer league team for some reason. But the guy took off Mitchell Robinson's headband and then threw it at him, and it got thrown out of the game. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, bro, first of all, you're already trying to make a team. You're trying to make a team in the NBA. There's only, what, 12, 13 guys on an NBA roster, and you're trying to be one of the 12, 13 guys. Let's just say for argument's sake, the guy was on the Lakers. So you're going to tell me you're going to try and make a team with LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma, Anthony Davis, and, and Rajon Rondo, and, and all these other you know established NBA players. You're going to try and make that team. And you, your plan behind doing this is to lose your composure, act out crazy, get into an altercation, not an altercation in the sense of like, oh, you know, I'm being physical, like be stupid. Guy was freaking stupid. Just took the, took the headband off Mitchell Robinson, threw it at him. And then the thing that got me right in front of the doggone ref, bro, like right in front of the ref. You were right in front of the referee. Why are you doing that? I get being frustrated. I used to play high school sports. I played a little bit. Um, it was fun when I played. I used to cover a lot of guys in college. I've covered a couple games for uh, my my alma mater, which is one of the best basketball teams in the country uh, for Division Two when I was there. And it just, yo, bro, like I get it. Emotions run high, but you got to be better than that. You cannot let that situation happen. You cannot lose your composure just like that. And if you do, you see what happens. You get thrown out of a game, and in about six weeks, this guy's going to be playing somewhere in Europe. He's going to be playing in the Euro. He's going to be playing Slovenia or something like that. So good on you. And Grayson Allen is going to do the same thing. Grayson Allen's going to end up playing. He's going to go the way of Jimmer for debt. That is how I look at Grayson Allen. I do. I think he's going to go the way of Jimmer for debt. He's going to be somebody that had potential and just couldn't put it together. And for him, for Jimmer, it was the fact that he couldn't get a shot off in the NBA. For Grayson Allen, it's going to be the fact that he can't keep his head out of his rear end. And that's exactly what's going to end up happening here. And it's, it's tough to see, man. It really is. It's it's freaking tough to see. And I really hate to see it happen. Like, was it? what's the saying that's going on now? Hate it, hate it had to be you, man. Like, hate it had to be you. All right, guys. I'm going to close this out with one last quick thing I want to talk about that has been not just on my mind today. I actually found out about it today. And it actually was kind of cool that I found out about this today. So... Two things happened on this day uh, that have been very interesting in my life. And it's not something that, that I did. It's not something that I did at all. You know, I didn't, you know, jump out of a plane for the first time in my life today, three years ago. No, it wasn't anything like that. I've never jumped out of a plane. I don't know if I ever will. At one point, I actually thought about jumping out of a plane. I thought it would be kind of cool. Like, oh, I will go skydiving. There's some some cool skydiving places here in Connecticut. So I thought about it. I definitely have thought about it. It might be like a bucket list kind of thing. I don't know about it anymore. I just I already have a fear of heights. It's just uh, I don't uh, I'll have to revisit that some other day. But uh, two things that came out of today that were interesting, and I just saw one of them on Twitter again. I want to say two. Th- it was. Let me just double check. I think it was seven years ago, 2012. Let me just do do. Let's see, 2012. I believe this is when it happened. Um. And it was one of the craziest moments. If you guys can remember in 2012. Ah, yes. Here it is. 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 Um, in 2012, the song Gangnam Style came out. And that song 
was one of the craziest, most earworm song that ever was or will be. Like, it just ever was or will be. Yes, here we go. Here we go. Psy, South Korean musician Psy released the song on July 15th, 2012. Here we are, July 15th, 2019. And that's from the song to the video to the visuals. Everything about that was so ridiculous. The song was viewed on YouTube. It has been viewed on YouTube 3.3 billion with a B times. And it was the most watched YouTube video from, yes, it was the most watched YouTube video from November 2012 until July 2017. So for about four and a half years, almost five years, it was the most watched video on YouTube. And it was only surpassed by uh, See You Again, uh, Charlie, Charlie Puth, Puth, Puth. That's hard to say. And um and Wiz Khalifa. And that had that whole Paul Walker dying, you know, fast and the furious thing behind it. So and I actually do like that song. It's been a long time. I can't sing, but you guys get the idea. Um uh, and I remember when that song came out because I was in college, bro. I remember I was in college and one of my good friends and I were uh were roommates. And when the song came out, I remember just people doing the dance. Like the 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 like almost like you're a cowboy kind of thing. They really got. I know I can't be the only one that remembers that dance. And I and they were. I remember doing the seeing people do the dance in the hallway, and everyone used to oh 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 Gundam style. Like it was just it was a fun time. Like it was just a fun time to be in college when that came out. It was corny. It was so corny. It was so corny. But it was fun. And I remember I showed my dad this video, and my dad. Like, you know, he's not he's not an internet savvy kind of guy. If he sees something funny, he'll listen, he'll watch. And I remember showing him that video and he said, This is what people are listening to and watching. I said, Hey, it is a very fun, fun song, dance. Hard to believe that that was five years ago, too. That's that's actually kind of crazy to me that that was five years ago. And I and I mean it's still living on in, in several random places. Like I I'm a big gamer. And so I play League of Legends. Shout out to League of Legends. I love League of Legends. It's such a great game. But I play League of Legends. One of the characters in League of Legends, everybody has like a dance. And one of the characters still does the, the, the hey, sexy lady dance. He still does that dance. Uh, Twisted Fate is the character's name. And he does. Anytime he's like, a, and the funny part is he's like a, he's like a, he's a cowboy gambit, basically. He's gambit from the X game, oh, X games, gambit from the X-Men mixed in with a cowboy. And um, yeah, he does the dance, so it's and it's it's, it's kind of fun, but that happened back in uh, 2012. So hard to believe that that was five years ago. And then the other thing that I was gonna say, and this is something that anybody that is a '90s kid, bro, like anybody is a '90s kid, can l- understand where I'm coming from with this. Apparently, uh, back in 1997. It was the first day, first episode of Keenan and Kel. And Keenan Thompson, you know, we see him now on SNL. He's actually really funny on SNL. Keenan's been on SNL for a while now that I think about it. But Keenan was on SNL. Uh, who's on SNL? Back then they was on All That, which is basically Kid SNL. All That was really basically just Kid SNL. So he's on All That, and he's got his buddy Kel Mitchell. And Kel Mitchell, as growing up, as a young kid, Kel Mitchell was one of the funniest people on television to me. 
I mean, between like I said, him and Keenan were on all that. They had Keenan and Kel their their show, their their scripted comedy show. I used to remember him in commercial. He they had the movie Good Burger, and I remember the Good Burger movie. Like at one scene, they bring a Good Burger to Shaq. They like walk in the locker room and like Shaq, and they run over to him and everything. Like he he was hilarious, and it was on this day back in two thousand. Oh, I'm sorry, back in nineteen ninety seven when this show kicked off and or 1996 excuse me i believe 1996 uh where it kicked off and it's just so crazy man it's so crazy to think about these kind of things because here we are years later kids that were born in 1990s my baby brother was born in 1996 he can he's graduated from college and can like drive a car and stuff now it's weird but <laughs> it is it's cool to see these kind of things happen and these kind of shows that you know, I grew up on loving. I'm a '90s kid at heart, bro. You cannot tell me anything different. I'm a, I am a sports fanatic. I love sports, but I'm gonna always be a '90s kid. And anybody that's a '90s kid, they know that that's something special. You can't just say like, "Oh, we're millennials." That's the one thing that I say all the time. Like, yeah, we're millennials, but I, I referred to myself as a as a '90s baby, a '90s kid, way before. I refer to myself as a millennial. Like I understand it. I am a I am a millennial. Like I'm 26. I'm turning 27 and oh my god, almost a month. Holy cow, that went fast. Yo, 2019 is going so fast, man. Like it's just going way too fast. Um but yeah, no. I said I'm going to always refer to myself as a 90s kid before anything else. So, it's just it's so cool, man. It's so cool when you look back on. I might that's what I think I'm going to do tonight. I think I'm going to go home when I'm scheduling some stuff for work, when I'm scheduling some stuff for the podcast. I'm going to go home and I'm going to rewatch some Keenan and Kel. I don't think it's on Hulu though. Hulu's got to get on that. Um, but I could find it. I, I you know, I could I could find somewhere somewhere some way somehow there's got to be an episode of of Keenan and Kel out there. And if you guys are a 90s kid listening to this, Please make sure you go back and watch some '90s cartoons, some not like some old SpongeBob. Watch some, watch some, you know, some all that. Keenan and Kel. Watch SWAT Cats was another really good one from Cartoon Network. Like, just go back and watch all them old shows, and just like as you're sitting down with your child, because half of everybody that I know is a '90s kid now has a kid. Um, you know, current company excluded. <laughs> um, Go back and sit them down. Sit them down and be like, this is what I grew up on. And screw this Coco and, and Moana and all this stuff. Uh, Coco and Moana are good. But I grew up on Lion King. Not the Lion King that's about to come out in theaters. Actual Lion King. Actual, actual Lion King. I saw on Twitter today somebody was like, Lion King got the the Lion King live action movie has three seconds or or it's not going to be good. And if that first nah, doesn't snap, bro, it's over. It is going to be over. And I completely agree. I retweeted. That was one of the fastest retweets I had all day because you can't mess that up. People that people, you cannot mess up that opening line of Circle of Life. You just can't. If you do, just get out. What are you doing here? Get out. <laughs> well, everybody, that's what it's going to be for today. I'm going to wrap it up right here. Thank you so much for listening. This is Degree of Difficulty. I am Aaron Johnson. Again, if you like what you're hearing, if you got ideas for me, I mean, sometimes I just ramble. Sometimes I talk stuff that I really like. So uh, make sure that you subscribe, rate this five stars, share D of D to as many people as you can. And uh, I guess I'll catch you guys later in the week. Hopefully, we got some guests coming up for everybody. Again, I just finalized some scheduling things. Um, but, yeah, it should be a fun time. <laughs>